Hey guys, thanks for joining us for another episode of Riding Through the Ages, Current Common. We're going to watch episode 10 of Common Rider Saber, entitled Chapter 10, Crossing Swords and Crossing Feelings. It was written by Nobuhiro Mori, and it was directed by Koichi Sakamoto. It aired November 15th, 2020. I'm Eugene. And I'm Eric. And last episode, it ended with Caliber successfully taking a few of the story, of the books, mm-hmm. and we also had our first look at... Common uh, Rider. Oh my god, what was this game? What did they do? Slash. Slash. Yes. Okay, I was like, for some reason I was not wanting to say that because I was thinking it was his name and I was like, no, that's not his name. Yeah. His, his name is Daishinji. And then yeah, I was like having a moment Dai- where it's like, uh. You know, it's, yeah, Slash. Common Rider Slash. Um, and yeah, he, he's, uh, we also had like a confrontation between um, Caliber Sophia, and Sophia. So, yeah. And they're supposed to be based on the trailer. Like, we'll find out like what he is. He's he's the old saber. It's obvious. It's uh, yeah. It's like painfully obvious. I mean, they, they, there are things that they don't hide from us mm-hmm. that would because it's a kids show. Uh huh. Like yeah, th- there's a little bit of mystery that would have made this this whole thing a lot more. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's good, but it would have been really really good if if it wasn't so obvious sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and obviously it's not made for us. No. This is like something that if it was adapted for an older audience, you would. Uh, you wouldn't have seen the layout, the outline of him before. Yeah, there's no silhouette. Yeah, you just would have. Uh, you would have been like expecting it to be uh, Kento's dad, and then it not be Kento's dad, and like totally throw you off. Right. Uh, it's just one of those things about it being a kid show versus. Yeah. Uh, and also, I think they just don't have the actor that often. <laughs> um, but they wouldn't want to have him anyways. But uh, so yeah, and then uh, Toma. Toma. I just. Uh, Here we go. Yeah. Okay. I forget a name. You forget a name. We're even. Toma. No more. Toma did his his three his uh, full combo. Yes. And so with Cerberus, that will reveal all of the combos. Yeah. Because then, the, the 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 three main combos. Right. They have to get the books back from Caliber, but that's that means they're all all the books are in play. Right. So which book did he lose? Did uh he lost um Kento? Kento lost Hedgehog, and uh, Mentaro lost Pegasus. Pegasus. Because he still had a uh, hook. Yes. Um, so they there's uh, three, two, and one now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we're guessing by the end of this episode, there'll be three, three, and three. That's what I'm thinking. Because when you get hit, you just like throw the books up into the air. Yeah. That's just how this is what happens. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I guess, okay. In, in Caliber's defense, he only dropped the book because he was trying to use it to block. Yeah. By uh, powering up his sword. Yeah. So it was in his hand, whereas sometimes yeah. it's just, like, nowhere to be seen. Just, I mean, the same thing, we see it in Zero One. Yeah. And, like, when they get knocked to the ground, just keys go flying. <laughs> right. I mean, like, how many times has he done a, a, a rider break and it totally destroy the key, but then he picks up Wing after, like, 100% deleting Jin off the face of the earth. <laughs> yeah. There's, his just unscathed Wing is there. Yeah. So it's, like... It is what it needs to be. Yeah. It moves at the speed of plot. Yeah. And like the, uh, the important, but it's just like things fall out of people's pockets. That's something that's always happened in Mm -hmm. like Tokusai. Well, well, think about it. They're wearing such tight pants and everything's like four inches by six inches. Yeah. (laughs) The, um, the hardest one to comprehend is like, okay, so first off, they pull the belts out of nowhere. They always have them. But in Fose, he also had at the end of it, 40 switches. (laughs) And each switch is like the size of like, uh, they're about the size or bigger of like the regular iTunes power brick. Mm. I mean, the, the Apple power brick that you get when you like, well, not anymore, but when you used to buy an iPhone yeah, or something like that, yeah. you get a little power brick. It's like that size. And he had 40 of them. Yeah. Where are you putting them? And some of them were larger. Uh, you know, he's been to prison. <laughs> 
<laughs> but it's just like there's so many of them. Common Rider Keister. <laughs> and they all just came out. <laughs> but so yeah, th- it's like if they're like being held in like just behind them, hovering in nowhere. Uh-huh. I mean, it's obvious when they when they get <laughs> they're just always out of camera. Yeah, view. Extra dimensional space. Yeah. Um, they they're actually uh, dealing with what is it like meat space? It's like a it's a concept for tabletop RPGs when you don't want to deal with item management. You're just like, look, it's there. Don't yeah. worry about it. It's like you have this much. Don't go overboard, or otherwise we'll have to. Yeah, the the encumbrance <laughs> rules and all yeah. that stuff. Uh, you start playing. Wizard like, actually ha- literally pulled his things out of like magic space, like uh, on purpose. Like, yeah. like they had like he had a ring and it was gate. So it's actually like an in story reason. So like that's where he pull his like sword out and like. He had a little small belt buckle, and when he put on the the rider uh, ring, his driver would like magically appear. And so it was magic. So that's how they explained everything. Right. But <laughs> it's like, but like, yeah. So uh, you know, honestly, um, sometimes with uh, like whenever they pull out more than one, like if there's like all of their gadgets just happen to be out for this scene, I'm sitting here thinking of, have you played Fallout? Yeah. Okay. So there's this one joke comic I saw about it, which was basically you see the the guy. I don't know what you call him. The from the vault protagonist yeah i guess uh, yeah so the protagonist you see like a zoom in on his face and he's like okay i'm gonna sneak past these uh mutants and then he gets down and he starts walking but then it shows you from the the mutants point of view and there's just like a massive sack on his back like the grinch would have <laughs> like everything jingling and he's got the music on the radio playing <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah so it's like um that's not <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's a there's an interesting thing. Uh, they played it in uh, Breath of the Wild. Is that if you had equipped an, a metal weapon, Mm-mm. you were more likely to be struck by lightning. I like it. Yeah. yeah so you like, like it. You, if you got caught in a lightning storm, you had to unequip your metal weapons, which are usually the better weapons too. So. Right. Yeah. It's <laughs> like what what else is there? Stone, wood. Y- yeah. I mean, yeah. you could just pick up twigs and fight with twigs. Yeah, why not? Like the um, you'd probably be better off just punching them, but that's okay. Well, uh, well, everything breaks in Breath of the Wild. Oh, even your fists. He, well, like all, all the weapons have like a limited amount of use. Yeah. So it's like, um, except the Master Sword. You know, games like that at first, you, like it's annoying that your weapons break. Like you get a really cool one, so you end up doing this thing where you like hoard them because you're like, oh, I gotta save this for when I need it. But then you end up getting a better one. Yeah. So it's like you gotta unlearn hoarding yeah you, you know and, and you just gotta oh i got the sweet weapon i'm gonna kick some ass with this mm-hmm. while i've got it and then once you do stuff like that it usually ends up being pretty fun so i imagine that's what breath in the wild would be is that you start off and you're like oh this weapon's gonna be but you know it's totally sweet i'm gonna save it for the boss and then you forget yeah and you're in your 90 potions mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> well you spend most of breath of the wild cooking <laughs> make potions anyways uh so yeah, we're going to get a. Um, it looks like a not like a full confrontation, but a confrontation with Caliber. Yeah, and hopefully we get to learn who that other lady was. Yes. Yeah. So she has Cerberus. Yeah. Tri Cerberus, I think it's called. Yes, it is Tri Cerberus. Um, because I want to know this episode. I want to know what Kenzen's doing because we saw where Buster is. Mm-hmm. I want to know um how they're going to recover the the books. Obviously, I want to know who she is, and then I also um. I'm wondering if we're going to see more of Slash because usually they're going to show him again, right? Like yeah. immediately after. So, but it seems like from the trailer, it. the next episode is about the main three. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like we only saw him for 
five minutes in the last episode, you'd think they'd want to really push that toy, right? What it looks like right now is that we have the main writer, which is Toma. We have two secondary writers, which are Rintaro and Kento. Yeah. And then we have three tertiary writers, Mm -hmm. which is Slash, uh, Buster, and Kenzen. Yeah, because, I mean, I think on Buster, we saw Buster back-to-back. With Kenzen, we saw Kenzen back-to-back. So it'd be weird if Slash doesn't back-to-back, But those were both two-part episodes. Yeah. Because, I mean, well, the keys are missing, so I wonder how they're going to tie that in. Yeah, it's Especially since his toy is kind of singular, you'd think you have to you have to get the sword in order to play Slash. So here you well, go. Well, I'm sure, I, probably, I mean, they'll probably have some. So like how they've been doing it re- recently, it's like it'll probably be the main three fighting caliber, and there will be a random Megiddo. Yeah. What was it? Which is what Slash has Ugly to Ugly Ducklings? Yeah. yeah so it'll the, be more Ducklings? Yeah, or something, or just some other random one, and then Slash will be the one fighting that. Right. Or maybe maybe those are the regular Ducklings, and we get to see the Ugly Duckling this yes, time. Yes, <laughs> the Ugly Duckling. <laughs> it's like, oh, God. Powerful it's swan. Hideous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, it's picking up. Yeah, episode nine episodes, it's really good so far. And the music is uh It's really, growing. It's it weird because really I hated growing. the intro when it first started. Like, I woke up and I was thinking of the opening theme. Yeah. And then, then I was thinking of the ending theme on my way over here. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. Like, I hated the opening theme when it first started. Yeah. And then, like, it, like, starts growing to me. And I'm like, I hate that I'm starting to like this. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's there now. Yeah. It's just like part of it. I was like, yeah, I can see this on a playlist. Yeah. <laughs> like, dang it, you got me. Like, yeah. Because yeah, the whole time you're thinking, okay, if I ever made a common Rider play playlist to remember the good days, this would not be on it. And it's like, at first, it's like, no, this is a nope. I kind of, I would skip through this, except that it's our rituals. Watch this from start to finish. Yeah. No skipping. And then now it's like, okay, yeah. Because under like a lot of shows, they change the end opening and ending a lot. At that, and then we're like, oh, wait a minute. Was that a new opening credit? Let's uh, let's just start the thing over. Yeah. We'll catch it as it comes by. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, I mean, we can only guess what we've seen in the trailers. But, like, also, like, the trailers have been, like, not misleading, but there's always been, like, some extra in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I guess for concerns is uh, if I had a concern for this episode, it would be that Toma just whips out all three again with no repercussions like without arrest or something like that hopefully there's a time period between last episode and this episode to justify or at least they mentioned that he's way it's like it's 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 weird that you can do that yes yeah unless it's like yeah mention it right i mean yeah. it's fine that if he's able to like he's, he's, chosen, the, pro, he's the protagonist he's yeah. the chosen one but if they mention they're like dude you should i mean they mentioned once that he's able to do two books and he shouldn't have way earlier than right. he should have yeah um yeah, so I, I just want it to be either addressed or uh, have a like a time between the uses or some training or something like that because it, it's gonna get a little out of hand if it's just like, <laughs> well, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you know, it kind of it under. I don't know. It you makes just, the you, other. You, you just don't like the fact that it made Rintaro not look as cool. <laughs> well, because if you're supposed to be the uh, here's senpai over here, it's like yeah. now you're not senpai. Yeah, you're useless. <laughs> he still is calling the shots, seemingly. Yeah, I mean, he's still a team captain. It's he, just, yeah, he's just not VM because uh, he's not a hothead. VM. Well, I mean, he is when he's looking at the guy to kill his master, but whatever. Not anymore. He's taking care of that. But yeah, uh, yeah. But he's like, he's the team captain, but not the MVP. No. Toma's the MVP. Yeah, yeah. Toma's the champion. He's the. Uh, <laughs> he's. I don't know. Yeah, basically, yeah, not MVP. That's for sure. But he's team captain. Yeah, he's. Uh, it's hard to like because I don't know much about sport, so it's like hard to like. Well, I mean, okay, so it would be like. If the person who's been winning you the games is your running back because he's unstoppable, the quarterback is still the one that calls the shots. Yeah. Kind of like, what, what was it, the uh, water boy? Yeah. 
No, like yeah. he's he's not he's not that main star, but he's still like the yeah. quarterback of the game. <laughs> yeah, you know, Waterboy, he's the MVP because he's crushing everybody with his yeah, tackles. Yeah, Tom was the MVP. Tom was the Waterboy. Yeah. And Rotaro is just the actual quarterback. Yeah. He's just like actually good at the game. Yeah. Just, the- just not relying on <laughs> sheer talent and rage. Yeah, just a funny thing into the Toma as the water boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> H2O. <laughs> Gatorade. <laughs> okay, so uh, so anyway, before we go off on Adam Sandler movies. I feel like one of us needs to edit that image of the water boy with Toma's face <laughs> just for this. Uh, New thumbnail. Yeah. No, there's no way. <laughs> no. Okay, let's go watch it. Let's go watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and oh, we're back. And I mean, it's exactly what we thought, but like also, right? That doesn't mean it's not bad. No, it was good. Yeah, it was a good episode. It was exactly what we thought it was going to be. Yeah, I mean, pretty much to the letter. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, t- yeah, like I said, that doesn't mean it was bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it what it means is they didn't try to do some like cheesy plot twist that makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like all the all the dots connected, and yeah, you know. Uh, so it starts out with Tassel, and it's like Tassel's like changing as a character. It's yeah, like, it's like okay, he'll be all whimsy, and then the room goes dark, and then suddenly he's, he's like, like serious, deep voice Tassel. Yeah, serious Tassel, and it's not just revealing things. It's not just like recapping. He's like revealing things. Yeah, now. he straight up. He's like talking about uh the shadow. Basically, Kura, was it Kurosaki Kurosami Kurayami Kurayami? Thank you. Yeah, uh, which is Caliber Sword. Um, and he mentions that it's the second sword ever created second sacred sword created probably the first one is probably saber i'm imagining yeah. that or it's like the the arthur sword or whatever sword is gonna yeah because be necessary i think it's for the... i think it's saber and then this one because they're two dragons yeah because the the alternative is that it's gonna be whatever the final form needs no yeah i mean so i'm i'm pretty sure it's gonna be saber sword that was the first created if not it's gonna be whatever he needs to get his final yeah um because that just you know that's how it works right yeah. um but yeah so he he's talking about uh the sword and it's like zoomed up on his face like if somebody's telling a ghost story yeah but it's like it's zoomed up his face which is not unusual no but then like when he gets serious all the lights yeah. go out it gets dark and, and like his to... face slackens and he's like, <laughs> yeah. super serious strains his glasses even though he's not actually straining his glasses just pushing them up yeah pushing it up and let him, let him go back down yeah uh so that after that we go to the bad guys headquarters and the books the book is writing and it's got the three um stories or whatever that they've written plus the three keys that were st- or the books that were stolen to the two that were stolen and the oh and the dragon and yeah. and uh calibers yeah so it's uh hedgehog uh pegasus and uh dark dragon yeah so it writes about halfway and then it stops and uh storius or story is like uh it's not gonna be enough yeah we need more we're gonna need much more overwhelming power and um caliber's like well don't worry about that i'll take care of it yeah well alf camera because you can't see his face and all this stuff because he's not transformed because his book's right there right and he says it's like don't worry i'll take care of this and he picks up all the ex the extra books and like walks out yeah so at this point i wrote it down as a suck (laughs) until later in the story it it unsucks but at the time i'm like you need these books to complete the story and you're gonna you're gonna take them with you just in case yeah so it's it's like all like part of his plan yeah so that way that they can they can take them back (laughs) it's like just keep them yeah they can never get them back if you have them but like the but like yeah later on it like totally makes makes sense sense. and it's all like everybody's playing into 
uh, somebody's hands. We're not sure whose hands everybody's playing into, but everybody's playing into somebody's hands. Yeah. You're like, I don't know if everybody's playing into Caliber's hands or if everybody, including Caliber, is playing into Storius's hands. Yeah, or what's or going Storius on. Or Storius is playing into Caliber's hands and he thinks he's actually being played. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Who knows who, who's nobody, on top here? Yeah, nobody knows who's on top. They're just like all. They all think they are right, and we don't know which one is. Yeah, no, this, but it's just the fact that he was picking up the books bugged me because I mean we knew they were getting the books back, right? Yeah. But it was just like oh, you're literally taking them back to where you're exposed. And I, I just like immediately wrote it down yeah. as my suck. It, it it all makes sense by the end of it. But I and mean, I guess that's also a Segoy that I didn't write down, that everything that I was worried about. Yeah. So then it goes <laughs> to the bookstore. I was like, how preposterous. And it's uh, Rintaro like talking up Daichin. She's just like, dude. Oh, I- oh we missed one part though. Uh, so after Caliber leaves, um, Storius tells the duckling, the last remaining duckling to go wild. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, oh, yeah, I get to do my thing. And it, it turns out he was there the whole time because he's invisible yeah and he gives him like a book which basically is the uh is a blank book so that he can open a wonder red portal yeah a, a wonder world portal yeah and he's like okay and so it's like i think we'd have to go back and watch him like did that one get blown up yeah i wonder if it's even the original but, but like the thing is is we don't have to because they they can bring him back yeah that's what's actually kind of nice about it yeah it's i mean like, as long as the book isn't destroyed or whatever yeah i mean because or taken by uh yeah because that's something you always like you're wondering, like, why is... Uh, I mean, we talked about that on uh, 71. They're like, if they can rebuild them, why aren't they rebuilding them all the time? Yeah, like every single chance you get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but in Saber, they're just like, well, I mean, it saves money on using suits. Yeah. And it makes them, like, more... Uh, it makes you like, oh, well, they beat them last time, but they, like, sort of beat them. And it was just, like, weird yeah. ways to beat them. And then, like, it's not the the, uh, the major threat in this one. Right. But, right. yeah, anyways... Uh, basically, and also, like, we don't have to risk losing another book. Right. We just need them out. Yeah. And then there's also, like, with the, the situation with the Prana, there's no guarantee how many were made when they first opened the book. Yeah. Like, just because only three portals opened or whatever, doesn't, or, uh, you know, however many portals, they ended up doing, like, across two episodes. I can't remember. Uh, yeah, that was um, the one that was kind of confusing. But Yeah, uh, but how, regardless, it, it, there's no no saying that there's other ones aren't poking around in the woods waiting for, oh, this is the spot where I want to do my thing. Yeah. You know. So then it goes to the bookstore, and Rintaro is like geeking out over ge- Slash. Ge- oh, Slash is just like, yeah, and he's just like, never actually seen you transform like that before. And he's like, but when you, tra-. so this is kind of a plot hole because he's talking about it. it's like, but your trans, your uh, your personality changes when you use it the book. He was the one in the last episode who told everybody that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it was like... Um, that might be a translation issue. It could be. And it could also be that this is the first time that he's addressing Slash with it. Like, he's always known. But then you gotta... If, if that's the first time that he's seen him transform, then yeah, I don't how know. would you know ahead of time to tell them? Yeah. It's definitely like one of those... Uh, lost the you know it's like it's such a small detail it, it's one of those things where like well we need to explain it because it's going to happen again in this episode so we mm-hmm. need to explain it like again so that it's just like because later on when it happens there's nobody to explain it yeah so I we mean, need to reiterate it at the beginning so that nobody who missed last episode is lost right yeah i mean that's also uh how much of this was rewritten um like i i feel like i've said this before i feel like at some point they had to do like a quick rewrite to make things work yeah i think this is just uh them being like oh well yeah uh the problem is is there was nobody else in the scene could be it's like tomo was doing something else and then we learned kento's doing well i i have uh i'll explain my theory in detail by the end of this episode okay because it would it, it, it all ties in together okay so they're talking in the bookstore and uh He's just like, yeah, it's pretty. Cr-. But he says like your personality changed, and he <laughs> and like 
Audacious, he denies it. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, no, I didn't. I don't, I don't change. I don't stop it. It's, like, no, it's always the same. <laughs> yeah, always the same. I'm always exactly the same. Yeah. Like, and he's like, right, Toma? And <laughs> he's over there in deep thought, and he's uh, thinking about uh, the sword. Yeah. And uh, so basically he brings up that, you know, it's not that it's more powerful than us. It's just absorbing well, yeah, we they're the, like he he says something about like the uh, it's like how powerful his dark sword is, and mm-hmm. then Daishin she says, well, yeah, there's a lot of mysteries around the dark sword, and uh, Rintaro says, uh, oh yeah, it's like it's just nullifying our powers, and yeah. then then t- uh, Toma says, well, I don't think it's nullifying our powers, I think it's absorbing our powers, but it, and so if it's absorbing our powers, there's a limit to how much it can absorb, because right? And he I, cites the situation where he was absorbing all the attacks up to the point where he uses the duckling as a human shield, and, it got, gets and just pieces out. So basically, it's just like yeah, it's just we just have to overrun him with power, and then we can beat him. Yeah, and then he asks Kento's thoughts on that, but Kento's over there being a uh, broody boy again. Yeah, just like you know, gets that way whenever he sees Kento. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, he just. <laughs> I mean, it's it's hard for like you're like get over the brooding. I mean, yeah, so your dad like. Killed all of his friends and betrayed yeah. your order. Yeah. Get over it. But I, <laughs> I just feel like he's. Uh, I don't know if they wrote him like this, or if his character or like his actors just not portraying the character with the emotion they were hoping for, and they just kind of they're like, like, screw it, Tw- we're done with the twenty takes. I don't know. It's just like very one note. Like yeah, but Ke- thing- at this point, I feel like Kento exists to make the other two look better. No, I think I think this is actually what they wanted for the character. I suppose because I'm just not feeling it. Well, no, it's, it's supposed to be very obvious because it's a kid show. Uh huh. You know, it's very obvious that he's a broody character. Yeah, it's just I don't know. He's just not interesting. And he's a very Asian broody character. And the way that other broody characters have have shown themselves, it's like his is just yeah. I guess that's a good way to put it. Asian broody. Yeah, he's an Asian. He's an Asian. Uh, uh, he's an Asian broody character on a children's show. So like for that. I think he's pulling it perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of hard to mess up. You just got to look at the ground or yeah. the wall and just kind of. Yeah. I yeah. mean. <laughs> I've, like I've seen in. Oh, this is pretty much how uh, uh, people root in Kamen Rider shows. Just flat out. Yeah. That's how it does always. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just, just like how you can say like um, it's just like in uh, how in like in all uh, like American kids TV show crazy is the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, I can just say that right now he's my least favorite character. So hopefully that's what they intended. Yeah, I mean he's a character. Uh, and that he's he's going through a, some an stuff. Arc. Yeah. I mean he's. It's like if this was a book and he was the main character, you'd get a lot more because you'd get his uh-huh. his thought process. Yeah, I probably, or I'd put it down. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I don't think he's that bad of a character because I think that he's portraying exactly what it is. Because they want the um, Tom is the upbeat one who's trying to get all his friends together. Rintaro's like the professional who's en- energetic, and then here's Kinto with no personality. But uh, K- Kinto's personality is like Kinto, Kinto's personality is my past. Yeah, I mean that's, that, that's just his it. entire personality is that he's he dwells on his past and like I think he'll get become a better character when it's when it's about the fact that like when he realizes that his past is his past and he has to have a future. Yeah, I think honestly, with the problem with that being his only like thing is that Toma has a similar thing going with not having his memories, but he knows something bad happened. So it's like he's got a backstory that's steeped in tragedy. He just doesn't know it. Yeah, we so know it. Well, that's the thing. So more it's like, interesting. It's two characters handling the same type of backstory in a different way. Yeah. So it's like I don't know. He's just overshadowed, I guess. Yeah. I mean, also there's a lot of characters. There, there's a few. Yeah. <laughs> there is a few. So, uh, so as he's uh, in deep thought about Daddy. Yeah. Uh, May comes in saying that there's a lady looking for him. May, who's like everybody's secretary now. Yeah. <laughs> She's like the Magic Knight sec- receptionist. And the lady walks in. Yeah. 
and she, uh, she's like, "Is Kento here? There's somebody to see her." And she's like, "Who?" And that's like this. She she walks in, pretty and, duck face pose, and, and then uh, she it's the it's the lady in, uh, dark from the the previous episode who showed up, who uh, nobody knows her name. Yeah. Um, and they go to uh, Kento's brooding room, and um, we get the op right. Oh yeah, right at yeah, right after there was the the opening. So uh, this is like what the fifth time we've seen this rooftop. Yeah. So the other thing about the opening is that I realized it's a it would be a good song to uh, karaoke to if you don't know Japanese because of how <laughs> how, how how like um how the song goes the the temper of the song it like goes into a, a it's very precise and every syllable is is well uh is like yeah punctured in there because of like how the song goes yeah so it would be very easy for if you didn't all you have to know is the sounds of japanese that you could sing this yeah. song. yeah yeah you don't have to worry about pitch or <laughs> yeah like yeah and it's hard to trip over the words because it's yeah they're like very there's uh, a rhythm they're very rhythm to it and like i said everything is going up so they they go to kento's brooding rooftop um <laughs> yeah. which is the third most you see uh uh uh, fourth. There's the fourth. So there's four sets yeah. other than outside. I think there's the bookstore, there's the northern base, there's the bad guy's base, and there's Kento's brooding rooftop. Yeah, brooding rooftop. <laughs> so, and part time. Uh, He's basically the daytime Batman. Yeah. Like at night, Batman takes his rooftop yeah, to brood. Day, daytime Batman. Yeah. <laughs> um, My parents are dead. <laughs> well, the daytime part is that his parents are not dead. His parents are the bad guys. Yeah. Um, so uh, she says that she's from the southern base. Mm hmm. Uh, so from now on, I'm going to call her Belle because she's a Southern woman. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they never put a name to her. She's just the woman from the Southern base. Right. So until we get an actual name, I'm calling her Belle. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> and so basically, she gives this whole thing about how they're watching Kento and they want him to join the fight with his full power. So here's this she, she's, She says, you can't beat him now. Yeah, you can't. As you are, you cannot beat Caliber right now. But, but Saber we, but, can. But but uh, Saber's like more powerful than you, basically. And he's like, Nani. and he's just like, but you need to be in this fight. Yeah, quote right now. Here, take this. Yeah, yeah. you guys basically is like Saber can like go head to head with Caliber, but that doesn't mean he can beat Caliber. Right. You need to be in this fight, but you can't do crap right now. So this is why we're going to give you this book. Yeah. And so it's like you get from this part and other things that like. They're the northern and southern base aren't on the best terms. Mm -hmm. They're not on like hateful terms, maybe, but it's kind of like um, I think of it as like a university and a, a college, I suppose. Yeah, it's like it's like we're against each other unless there's unless it's anybody else and we're all against them. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, so we get two things from this. OK, so there's two bases and there are other swordsmen. Yeah, because they go back because Kento goes back to the bookstore mm -hmm. and uh, they're like, so what happened? And he says, well, she's from the southern base. And he's just like, so, Mace, like southern base. And then Rintaro Exposition says there's this, there's two bases. There's a northern base and a southern base. And um, so he's uh, Ken, uh, Thomas just like, so is there swordsman there, too? And she's like, yeah, there's swordsman there, too. Yeah. And then they, they're all looking at Kento and they're like, what's up, buddy? <laughs> yeah. They're just like, dude, Kento, what is up? Yeah. Like and he's just like, mm, nah. <laughs> And then, then Toma's like, oh, my memories are returning. And Kento's like, mm, nah. <laughs> that's that's his character. It's like, oh, I, I can't tell you. I don't want to tell you about your memories because I want you to remember them. Oh, you're remembering your memories? Eh, I guess I should. S nah, I'm not going to say anything. So what it is is I'm that like, keep to myself again. It's like uh, Kento. You're on your own, buddy. Kento is fine 
um, as long as he doesn't see his dad, who he <laughs> thinks is his dad. Like, the episodes where he doesn't meet Caliper, he's, like, an okay character. Yeah. So it's, like, so I think it is, just like, they're actually kind of demonstrating, like, some trauma. I don't know. I feel like the, it's the trauma. Uh, like, it would, be, it would be different if, like, he straight up killed his mom or something like that. Like, he was present for some something, like, actually tragic. But, ah, our dad betrayed us, like... Well, they did say that... And like, now you shut down on all your friends. Well, they did say... They have said that, like, a lot of swordsmen fell during the betrayal. Yeah. But, I mean, and how so old was he? he uh, well, it was... Um, he was the same. He just told me he was, like, eight or something. Yeah. Like, was he part of it? Did he see it well, happen? He, yeah, he was there. Where? He was there at the fight. Because all I remember is the girl and... and uh, but, no, like, that's the thing. Is like, the, 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 the thing is, is, like, Toma saw the girl get sucked in. Mm-hmm. He was just, like, around the corner. Because like that's how they have it with the the flashback. It's like they when they, when he has the flashback of his dad as Caliber, that's in the same seat as the girl getting sucked in. Mm. So he actually saw like at least part of the battle. Mm. And so and then he pretty much he's like trying to carry the burden of his like because it's also a, a Japanese thing of like oh, yeah. sins of the father. It's extremely uh, Japanese. You know, my dad did something bad. Yeah. So uh, disgraced. I was listening to to uh, Jim Gaffigan. Dishonored my family. Yeah, pretty much that. And it's like it's hard for us to understand because we didn't grow up with it. Yeah. But um, uh, we understand it and um, uh, like mentally, but like emotionally, we're just like, who cares what my dad did? <laughs> yeah. Uh oh. I was watching uh, Jim Gaffigan and he has this whole thing about because he did a, a thing where he was in Canada and he was doing his thing about Canada. And he's talking about it's like having Trump for president is kind of like having an alcoholic father <laughs> everywhere I go in the world. I'm just like, sorry about my dad. Yeah. I'm trying to get the phone away from him. Right. <laughs> but, <laughs> and I'm like, that is probably the most accurate betrayal. Of like, yeah. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with me, bro. Yeah, I know. I know he represents sort of represents. But anyways. So, um, so like, yeah, and the thing is, is like, Kento's also. It seems like Kento has been like a loner swordsman mm-hmm. for besides Kenzen. Kenzen just kind of tags along yeah, sometimes, buddy. Uh, but like, uh, kind of like Kenzen tags along, but never is Kento initiated that relationship. Yeah, I mean, okay, here, here's here's basically the 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 entire thing in it, like being the broody guy about the same issue it's okay for a little while so hopefully with the preview of the next episode it wraps up in the next episode but if it carries on past the next episode i'm writing him off as as my least favorite character for the entire series. well after this episode he, he's got he's, he's got a brood about something else it's probably his dad is dead right so i just hope that <laughs> it's it's got to evolve past like my dad betrayed to my dad is dead yeah because right now he's a one-trick pony across 10 episodes and it's like uh, okay we get it, it. well eight <laughs> fair enough yeah and to be fair rintaro was like a no trick pony for several episodes well you, that's that's also that's about the, making that, toma shine that the problem is is the i think the real problem with kento is that he's been in every episode since he appeared mm-hmm. like if he like disappeared for an episode or two and came back and to yeah. remind you that he broods yeah you're fine yeah. but like well that's just <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of what i'm saying is like as far as his place in the trio goes it just makes the other two look good like he his place is like unearned i guess like he might as well be getting the same screen time as the others yeah yeah that's how i feel about it yeah. so hopefully that becomes more relevant yeah yeah so um so basically they're like we need to work together um yeah so we get to see the duck open the book yeah and he opens it up and he like he gets the whole thing and then it goes back to the rooftop mm-hmm. now uh the rooftop and he's there brooding and then may he's like he's seen a, um he's seen a flashback of his dad like tussling his hair and then yeah. he's like kind of moving his hair hand through his hair like his dad was yeah and then may comes up like 
dude, snap out. Yeah, you're, wa- <laughs> you're wasting your. You're, it's like you're acting like a heroine from a, a drama. It's like, yeah, stop like, wasting your haughty face on this. Yes. <laughs> and he's he's like, because we've we, we've established that all females think that uh, Kento is the most attractive one. Yeah. And like, I mean, I'm not one to judge. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> it's like whatever. It's a, it's like saying uh, like uh, the Dark Knight. Remember the second Batman movie? Oh yeah. Where everyone's like uh, Rachel. Yeah, going over was it something Maggie Gyllenhaal? Is that right? I don't remember. I can't remember. But the point is, like everyone's like, "Oh, she's so pretty," and I'm sitting here like, "Eh." (laughs) It's like I'm not trying to. The only problem was is the person who played you in the last movie was better looking. Yeah, I mean that's kind (laughs) of. It's like I'm not trying to say that you're ugly or anything because I don't want to put somebody down just to prove a point. But it's like you're not like so like don't tell me she's super hot and I'll maybe think she's okay. I think the problem with that was is that there was down my throat. There was more. uh, There was a more attractive person playing that same character (laughs) in the previous episode, previous show. If it was a different character you'd be like yeah whatever yeah, so, you know, people, true, maybe true. they thought sure, whatever right. but it knows you're just like if i put you side by side between katie holmes i mean it's yeah. like, like yeah. don't try to shove kento being hot down my throat and maybe i'll come to it myself yes <laughs> um but anyway uh yeah so they basically she's like look i'm your friend and then um toma and rentara walk up and i'm like yeah look buddy if you don't want to talk about it that's okay we're here for you yeah and but let's make uh, a basically, basically it's like if you don't want to talk about it it's fine but we are here and we need to work together yeah <laughs> so they basically make the peach garden oath yeah the, they're like it's, well let's write our story together yeah the three of us let's and promise they, that they whip out their swords and then he's like <laughs> what the heck there's, what, there's four, four of, of us. us and she's like someone's <laughs> like okay yeah four of you four of us my bad yeah <laughs> Uh, before we get on to like the book and like the all that stuff, uh-huh. I I want to um once again uh, address the fact that Toma's shirt is <laughs> crazy. Yeah. So I wa- I was watching it the whole scene. This you time. gotta admire so, the confidence. So not only is his shirt like it's just totally a blouse. It's like an extra large <laughs> blouse. It is. There is an attached apron mm-hmm. <laughs> of the exact same fabric and pattern, so yeah. you only see it when it moves. Yeah, what, it's like what the heck? What it's is like this? it's like an apron that should be tied, but it's not. So there's just tassels going down, and like the wind is like blowing it. And first, I'm like, does he have a cape on? But no, it's like a two part apron on the front and back. See, I, like on one hand, I'm asking myself, why would you wear that? On the other hand, I'm wondering. What is the shirt? Okay, was the shirt tailored specifically for the scene, or is this like part of another outfit for some other purpose? Like, does this have? Yeah, I, I, this, this, this shirt is nuts. Yeah, and it's the same shirt from the previous episode, so that means it's like the, this all happens the same day as the yes. previous day. Yeah. Um, and they mention it later on that yes. he's like, um, so it's like, uh, but it's just like the the shirt is just nuts. It is bonkers. <laughs> It's like, well, we made this shirt, and we have a bunch of fabric left over, and I just staple it to it. Uh-huh. <laughs> just huge squares of the same fabric. I'm sorry, if you saw this shirt, you'd understand. It's just, yeah. like, it's very distracting in the scene. It is, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's trying to be serious and, like... Uh, <laughs> then he's got, like, a little flutter. Of he's like, trying to have, like, genuine, uh, like, emotions with this person, and it's just, like, yeah, in the wind on a rooftop. It's fine when you're in the inside the building. Yeah. Or in the dark or something like that, but on this brightly lit, windy rooftop when it's flapping. <laughs> so ridiculous. Okay. Anyways. Um, so May, May's book starts shining, kind of yeah, like her, uh, Frodo's blue sword with the orcs. Yeah, so she's got an emergency communicator, so she's yeah. able to say it, which is like, it's like, well, they're not, I don't think they're going to make her a writer, but they're like, well, well, let's make her still part of the, the, the story. Right. I seriously, can, I, I seriously hope this only works because she's there. Like they've they've had this book, but it only works with her, and that's why they haven't been using it this whole time. Yeah, well, it's like, or they've have been using it, so didn't show because like they yeah, just appear something right. like that. You know what I'm talking about, <laughs> yeah. though. 
Uh, but um, it's nice. It's handy because it's like she just whips open the book and, oh, it's right here. And they're like, well, let's go. It it, hel- it hel- helps them from having to always go back to the northern base to find out right. when things are happening. Um, so they go and it's like uh, it's the duckling. Mm-hmm. And um, so they so the, the duck does this thing where like at first you're seeing it's the right one like one of the regular ducklings and then he spins around and he has all the powers of all the previous ducklings yeah like he opens up the book and now he talks like all more elegant and he's like flailing around so i think it was kind of being the the swan like the the little duckling becoming the swan yeah so it has it has all of the abilities of all of the ducklings yeah so it's got the wings it's got the claws it's got uh i think uh it's bigger yeah because there was the strong one yeah and then it can go invisible but it doesn't ever again yeah (laughs) i mean because uh i mean well slash comes in later so there's no point yeah there's no point going invisible so uh all three of them transform with their base forms yeah triple henshin's totally sweet uh so much is going on though that the first time i watched it i didn't think they said henshin (laughs) (laughs) because there's like the the later on it gets even worse because it starts off with like a roll call then it comes like a triple henshin yeah because it's like they all pull out their uh individual books open them up and so it's like there's our roll call technically, and then they all henshin at the same time. Yeah. So the what threw me off is that they kind of uh, do it a, a different order than they normally do. Yeah. Um. But yeah, th- there's so much going on, but it gets even worse later. Yeah. Like how they, much is going on? And yeah. Because like if you're looking at just the slashes too, because it's like one of them slashes once, and then there's like three times, and then like yeah, because they all slash different ways for the for the the their like headpiece to come back. Yeah. And stuff. So like the whole screen's covered up with. But, energy uh, slash marks. yeah but when we watched it against the second time they did say henshin which is cool and they uh, it is cool seeing them all transform and it's like tomo in the front and the two of them on the sides and stuff yeah. um and so they start fighting the duck yeah so it's a three-on-one fight and this shows that the duck is actually pretty good yeah and, and what you were saying about the guy being a uh the, the director sakamoto, sakamoto he's i don't being, know if i said that on on yeah on, it's bringing it up now <laughs> so, so yeah Ko- the director koichi sakamoto is known um all the way back to like '96 for uh, being an action director in for Power Rangers. Yeah, and it showed uh, in the last episode. Yeah, it's it, the same last episode, and he uh, he's done a lot of like um, he did a lot of like Power Ranger stuff, and so um, explosions were kind of became his like thing. <laughs> uh, also, see that. Yeah. Um, but then uh, now he predominantly does not just action directing, but less like full on directing for yeah. episodes and stuff. And so, but he's a, definitely an action director, like in Roots, right? Which is why there's such good action in his his ones that he does. Yeah, like uh, the reason why I bring that up is that it's three v one versus this duck, and um, with the way that it's directed and choreographed, it's not a ninja three versus one, right? It, it's there's, like there's no empty space or, or like wasted movement. So like when you're watching uh, a wushu film or something like that, there's the guys in the backs just swinging their swords around while they're waiting. Yeah. In this case, it's like no, he's always moving backwards to create distance they're um, always rushing in he's always he's always engaging one or two yeah and, and getting the, the third one is like ready for the attack to yeah come like in. the third one is like because like one goes to slash and he bats it away and then the other two come in as because he's always constantly moving back and so by the time that he's dodged or blocked these two the third sword's coming down at which point he's moved yeah yeah so it's not like they're any moment where they're like got a clear open shot and then they just don't take it for no reason yeah, yeah. and then uh of course, as is uh, tradition in the show, Caliber shows up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because he, he knocks uh, Rintaro and, and Kento down, slaps him away, at which point it's just him and Toma. And Toma might have the upper hand, except that Caliber comes in and just basically rails on his back. And then, of course, uh, Kento just goes like, Caliber! Runs yeah. off. Um, 
you know, it's like it's like yeah, he is a one trick pony, but then you realize, uh-huh, I I think I think I probably would be a one trick pony if my dad betrayed my organization too. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I mean, it's just that we we already went through the learn your lesson about this thing. Like it it would be like if um yeah, there there was the whole thing where like he did. It also makes it kind of worse because we saw we see how it works for Rintaro, right? Like he went through his I'm gonna kill you arc and then kind of got over it. It might be because of the power scaling. Also because he actually did win the next yeah. time. Yeah, like maybe that's what it is. <laughs> Kento's never won a fight against yeah. Caliber. Like, <laughs> he just doesn't have it in him. Yeah. But uh, Slash shows up. Yeah, Slash shows up, and he's I, like, "I'll take the Megiddo. I'll take the Megiddo." So can uh, basically, I'll I'll take it. He's talking to uh to Saber, and he's like, "I'm taking your spot." It's because it's Saber and uh, uh Blades versus the Megiddo, and he's like basically talking to Saber. I'll take your spot over here. Yeah, and you can go help out Caliber. So he transforms and he goes. Um, and then uh, yeah, it's like I don't know if we we said what this na- the name of his sword was last time, but I'll say it now just in case. Suzune, the Sword of Echoes. The Sword. Okay. Of Echoes. I just want to bring that up because it's it's important enough that they name the sword, so I just want to name yeah. the swords, you know. So um, they're going, and it's Kento, uh, and the 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 one thing that has changed from the previous times that Kento's gone crazy and attacked Caliber is this time he's willing to accept saber's help mm-hmm. in fighting caliber before right. it was just like one-on-one i gotta take him yeah and now he's just like he actually said it before that he said um i always thought it was just my job yeah but now it's everybody's job to kill my dad yeah <laughs> we to kill him yeah i know well, i always loved about the fact that like they they've always thought they're like uh sophia and the others are just like yeah um well we have to kill your dad but I don't, we don't think you should be the one to kill your dad. Right. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, he's got to die, but it shouldn't be you, man. And Kento's right. always been like, it's got to be me. It's got to be me to I take. I got to do it. I got to uh, take revenge. But I now guess. he's kind of like, okay, well, everybody can help kill my dad. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do this together. <laughs> the power of teamwork from patricide. <laughs> So, so yeah, it's it's like a two on two fight now. Yeah, two two separate two on one fights basically. And so uh, he uses eagle. Yeah, he uses eagle in a learning slash, just learning slash attack. Yeah, it's like a cool little nifty fire tornado. And then he uses uh, he knows that it's not enough, so he well when he used the fire thing, uh, caliber absorbs the energy. Yeah, and just, basically, it was just like a test to see like if that was actually what he's doing. Yeah, he's just uh, basically. Uh, what's the thing you do when you're you're making a hypothesis? He's like, like the last part where you test your verifying. Th- yeah, verify it. Yeah. He's verifying the hypothesis. He shoots the energy blast, and K- Caliber absorbs it. And yeah. so he's like, okay, so he has he is absorbing your attacks. So I think what his thing is is like, okay, well then I shouldn't use energy attacks. I should just use the physical sword. Uh, physical yeah. attacks. So that's why he then he activates Cy- uh, Cyrus Journey because that's a physical attack type. Yeah, because they're 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 um beating on each other like tra- train a few blows and. Uh, Caliber mentions to him that you've gotten slower because he's not using his three forms, right? And he, at this point now, uh, it's giving us the hints that he's still tired from the last fight, which is what I was hoping he would be. Yeah, because he he uses the cloud attack. Yeah, because then he switch he puts in his uh the journey to the west and uses the cloud to like tackle him, kind of. Yeah, to, like yeah. do do like a flying Nimbus thing. Yeah, and but he gets smacked down by Cal uh by Caliber, and this is when Rintaro, who's Helping with uh, fighting the Megiddo, yeah, he, like he mentions to Slash that he still not hasn't recovered from the, the the combo attack, and Slash is like, "I got this, go over, yeah, go take care of it." And he's, I think, he switches right at this point because at first he starts off with his normal. Yeah, he does. He switches when um when Ritaro leaves. Yeah, he switches to uh Rock Band. Yeah, and um at but, which point now it's it's one v one and a three v one. Yeah, yeah, but also uh 
Rintaro uh, uh, puts in um, his other his other one. He puts in um, uh, Peter Fantasia. Yeah. When he goes and fights uh, Caliber. Yeah. And so it's a three v one on Caliber, and this is where it's just like the action is so well paced, where it's just like. Oh yeah, they need three people to fight Caliber. Yeah. Caliber is like whooping all three of them, and it's not like we're saying it's not like oh well, we're just going to be like so. When it was the three of them versus the Megiddo, it was the Megiddo mostly uh, dodging, yeah, their attacks. But when it was the three of them versus Caliber, it's Caliber attacking the three of them and them defending. Yeah. <laughs> um. At some point, they get Hedgehog from him because he's he's using the books to attack. Like he yeah. uses a um. Like he loads up all three books on it and does a triple learning slash. Yeah. Which is really sweet. Yeah. And it, it like it, it attacks all of them. So basically, yeah, he loads up Pegasus, he loads up the Hedgehog, and he loads up Jack Dragon and, and does the the swipe. Yeah. And so he does he's taking them all out. So they're fighting and then the mysterious woman's watching through the window. Oh yeah. Um Bell. Bell, yeah, she's Bell. watching. Uh so so she just like knows how where they're at. Um she must have like a smaller book. Right. <laughs> I think uh, um uh, does does Saber go to his three books yet at this point? Yes, he does. He goes to all three books so that he can, uh, and he goes to all three, and then he overpowers. Yeah, because Caliber at that point tries to fi- fend him off with the Dark Pegasus attack. Yeah, and then that his that attack knocks Pegasus. Yeah, so like the, towards Rintaro, and Rintaro, he, he recovers it. He goes into his three, and then they are all fighting. Uh, uh, yeah, oh, because the reason why it knocks the Pegasus out is because Kento sideswipes him with the like the Jin, the genie from the lamp attack. Yeah, so it's like it's cool because like they're getting the books back for each other. Yeah, it's like whenever he's uh, about to, he exposes himself by using the the book. Another one comes in with their, uh, you know, one of their learning slashes or something like this. In this case, like a, the Jin like tackles him. He uses his Cerberus strike. Yeah, because he, he uses a Cerberus uh, learning cer- learning slash Cerberus strike. Right. So if if you can't remember the the learning attacks are when they charge the book. To, to the, the swords sword. instead yeah. of actually putting them in right um so then they're finally able to knock uh the uh they knock the hedgehog rentaro grabs it and like tosses it to kanto and kanto activates his third yeah his so con. they all load up their their triples yeah so they load and up their we tri- get the actual long uh form of his his triple because it's the first time it's the first time so and then it's and then it's like then it switches to them having more power against thing and yeah, they just because like, saber's like let's do this and the opening theme starts up yeah it's opening theme starts up they all do like some cool rider kickish things yeah caliber is getting worked over and um they they all do their uh their like final page yeah their triple volume or yeah it's like the triple volume slash or something but all three of them are doing it it's called the final page and then it's a three volume tag yeah, yeah. and they all do it and this is where it's just like so much is going on because <laughs> when they do it the the belts say all three. Yeah, they say triple learning strike. They say all three of the books that are being used. Mm-hmm. Triple, uh, triple slash, and then they say the element. It's like an it's and overload. also the triple attack has a name. Yes, <laughs> it's, yeah. Uh, it's like auditory overload. Yeah. Uh, Especially with the subtitles, it's like filled the screen. It's kind of weird that we the break from this is something extremely busy, also but less busy, and that is um. Slash taking down the duck with his his attack. Also, it flashes back to uh, the yeah. Uh, slash Slash kills the duck, and I remember that because I'm like he does a music attack during the opening song happening. Yeah. So he does his rock and roll attack, kills the duck, yeah, and he does the thing that I don't know what it is about rock characters and anime or, or dramas that are it, it's like 
Just say English. It doesn't matter what English you say. Yeah. Like, he, he kills the duck, and he's like, oh, I love you, baby. Like, <laughs> it's like, do you even, you're just saying English. You're yeah. just speaking English. Well, that's because that's what, that that's. <laughs> that's what rock people do. They just, yeah, English. That's. Yeah. I, I want to know how that started. I wonder which rock guy was just so so energetic on stage. They didn't even care. Like, it was probably like Rolling Stones or something like that. Yeah. But it's like, it's, that's how it is in, in like Sweden too. It's just everywhere. You just say, just say English that doesn't make sense in context. Just well, like all, all, like all Swedish heavy metal is like almost all of it is in English. Yeah. Just straight English. Funny. <laughs> um, I mean, does it, is it English that's comprehensible? Yeah. Okay. Cause this like, is not like, uh, <laughs> like I think the lead singer of Hammerfall like went to Juilliard or something like that. Uh, who's he saying he loves? That's what I want to know. Is love he your baby? <laughs> just, just the audience in general. Yeah, it's to the audience. Um, so uh, at this point, they think, do the three. Uh, yeah, it goes back to the bad guys' base, and the book yeah. uh, finishes. Yep. And then it sees when the fa- page finally finishes, the book the hand was writing on turns into like a bigger book. Yeah, it's like, like a really. Th- it's like kind of the size of what we were making fun of. Um, the box. Thing. Yeah, the box. It's like, it's a cube. <laughs> cube like box book. It's big enough that it could be like it actually equals the size of um. It's some the of the drivers, you know. It's like the thickness of the three of three books put together. Yeah. But uh, so what it does is, but it fits in one spot. Yeah. On the belt because the back of it fits in one spot on the belt. Yeah. So um, so what it is is all of them are like slashing uh caliber and he's holding them all off. Yeah. He's like keeping them off and then story appears onto the story. Like, oh, that'll ending. about do it. It's like that should be about do it. He transforms into his monster form and he just blasts everybody. Yeah, caliber included. Yeah. Just blows them all up. Yeah. And he could. And the thing is, is like. At this point, you're like, is he helping or hurting yeah. Caliber? Or is he just doing both? He just doesn't he care. He doesn't care. Yeah. Because he's like, he's stopping the attack against Caliber, he but he also is up. like hitting him with an attack, <laughs> which is, is such a big explosion that Caliber dehenches. Yeah. So it's like a four, four or five giant explosions. There's some rope work where he's like flipping through the air. Yeah. And so you're like, wait, is Caliber dead? Yeah. No, no, no. He just dehenches. So, and then he stands up and uh, and we find out it's, uh, uh, what is his name? It is... Kumijo... Daichi, I think. Daichi, yeah. Daichi Kumijo, which he doesn't have the same last name as Toma, so it might not be his dad. Right. Just the previous saver. Yeah. Well, then he could also just have, like, his uh, human name. Like, maybe he's not from here, but then he gets adopted. Yeah, and he just who takes knows? whatever the surname is. Yeah, anyways. Um, so, uh, so the interesting thing is that they, you know, they're all like, oh, it's him. And he realizes it's the guy from his memories. The, the guy who saved him. And they immediately show you his memories. And he looks a lot younger now than he does in the flashback. It, it might be. Because he's like, he's like gray as hell in the flashback. And then he's like just sleek with well, like a little guy, gray in his beard. It, it's also like he's supposed to be beat up in the flashback. Right. And so it, there <laughs> might be, they might have like thrown dirt maybe, in his hair. Maybe it's the power leaving him. <laughs> yeah. Like my hair gets grayer the weaker I am. Yeah. Uh, so, uh. But I think it's also because he's like he's he's an evil guy now, so he has to be more dark. Yeah. So then this is where this is where uh, Kento is just like, "Why the heck are you caliber? Yeah, where's dad? Where's my dad?" And this is when uh, uh, Thomas just like, "Dad." Yeah. All, uh, they all dehension for this scene. Yeah. Uh, he's just like, "Dad." <laughs> so this is the thing that like nobody has told him the caliber was supposed to be his dad. Yeah, he's the only one out of the loop. He asks <laughs> he asks say, uh, he asks old saber in this case he asks caliber. Yeah. Did you portray or did, yeah, you, did you, fr- you did you frame my dad? Frame, and, yeah. Did you frame my dad and portray the thing? And he's like, no, your dad totally betrayed. He's like, no, your dad betrayed. <laughs> yeah, your dad totally betrayed you. <laughs> and so Kinto rushes in and attacks. Yeah. So now this is uh, two things. Uh, um, they also show that um, 
Sophia is watching. Yeah. I mean, basically everyone everywhere is aware of everything that's the happening. The one thing that is I find interesting, they might change it later, but they never show a reaction from Belle, the southern woman. Right. So maybe she knew already. I actually, that like I said, when we're finished talking about this, <laughs> I'm going to give you my <laughs> theory. Um, so uh, Kentil rushes in and Calibur transforms. This is actual first transformation as after he's revealed. And uh, Kento totally loses. Now, what's cool about this is I don't know if you caught on, but the method that he transforms is different than the method he's transformed before mm. because the first thing he does is he charges his sword with the Jack Dragon book, then transforms. Yeah. So it's already charged for the learning slash right after he transforms. Right. So it's like... It was smooth. It was really smooth. So it's like it isn't just him like slashing Kento away with a normal attack. He's no. like, I'm going to charge up my sword because he, I he's know... He's playing Kento like a fiddle. <laughs> Every I, single time this guy's outmatched. Yeah. And he's because he's using his anger against him. Like he yeah. knows that he's never going to lose a fight because this guy is just like, yeah. Now he's not in his own head right now. He's he's out of his mind with rage. I'm in your head. You're not in your yeah. head. <laughs> so um, so obviously he loses. Yeah. Um, and and, and then Caliber just goes because he he yeah. So what's what's cool? They've gotten like, what they wanted. You you are you're talking about is like why did he bring the book? Because he wanted them all to transform. Yes. Yeah. Because they wanted this big battle to happen. Though he wanted the battle because the extra energy or the energy yeah. demonstrated is what is being put into this thing. Yeah. So it's like oh, and part then he of also what... used them to fight because I wasn't expecting him to actually use those books for learning slashes or anything. So yeah. when he actually did it, I was like, oh okay, well, yeah. I like it. Because he's like he it's almost like he wanted to taunt them so that they would yeah. get the books so yeah. that they would transform. Yeah. So so it's like this is all part of the plan. It was all part of the plan. The only thing that might not have been part of the plan is Astoria was coming in and blasting him. Yeah. <laughs> um. So after he's gone, Toma's like basically begging him, dude, just tell me just what's tell up, me what's man. Up. And Kento's obviously not giving him any information. At which point, his memories return, and he realizes that Kento was the boy. Yeah. And I'm sitting here thinking. I didn't realize that was a question. So this was like, what the? Because they've already addressed in the past that they were old friends. No, but yes. So, but what this means is that he now knows that Kento knows the girl and never told him. Yes, I think that's which is this is what I said was going to happen at the end of it. It's like why you want to you want to start by saying something. You don't want to have him. It's like cruel and unusual to do that to your friends. Oh, I'm just going to let you remember on your own because that's going to be better for me. (laughs) Yeah. How though? I don't know. So uh, I do want to point out. Hopefully that makes sense. That even though we've seen it before, um, you totally know which one is Tomo because he's the goofy dress kid. Yeah, he's the goofy dress kid. (laughs) You're like, oh, yeah, that's Tomo. Yeah. Like all through the ages, that's Tomo. He's like an eight-year-old kid with a a vest on. I'm actually (laughs) starting to think if Old Saber's not his dad, he never had parents, and that's why. (laughs) Like nobody taught him how to dress. He he grew up in a thrift store or something like that. (laughs) For sure, dude. For sure. It's like, yeah, because it's like you can just glance and be like, yeah, that's Toma. And like, OK, so in the scene, Toma's putting a lot of motion to this. The actor is doing pretty good. He's like begging him to to fill him in. And he's like almost crying. Yeah. And Kento's like, mm, nothing. Just shuts down. Being a, I don't know. This is where I started to get angry at this character. Because earlier on in the story, like the, the first yeah. time we're watching it through, I'm like, OK, I want to remember pretty stuff. And now I'm like, come on. Come on. Now's yeah, so, your chance. So, so for, I think for now what it is is that yeah. all of a sudden he's just realized um, I don't know anything now. Yeah, his whole worldview has just been changed. It's yeah, it's just like God, like this guy's begging you for answers. Yeah, and it's like but, the but, second time he's brought up his memories. But at this point, also, I think it's this Kento's just like I don't, I I can't explain anything because I don't know anything now. He just realized the guy that he thought was his dad is not his dad. Yeah. Uh, so where's his dad? Yeah. So where is his dad? Yeah. <laughs> and so there's so many things that he doesn't know about now. Yeah. Uh, 
it's uh, it's like I'm not as bad with I don't I think Kento's character is fine, but um because I like I totally see what they're going for in the character, yeah. and I think I mean I, I, going for and getting I don't know, and I think they're getting it in the level of the show. I think like I said, I think this is good for Toma. This makes Toma a lot more interesting because now he has a dick friend that won't help him with anything. Yeah. But I mean that's not good on Kento. Yeah, like the thing is, is like I don't have to. I don't think. Uh, I think a character. I, like I like the character. You see, I but, don't like the character. Uh, I like the character for what the character is. I don't like. I the like char- that he's in the story yeah. for for Toma. That's why I was saying he, he's there to make the other two look good. Yeah, it's like I, I'm sure. I swear, I hope I come to like Kento. Yeah. I want to like Kento. Yeah. But right now, I like Toma, and Kento's there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so no, no, no. I guess uh, we agree, but for different reasons. Yeah, yeah. But like my, I don't like him for the same reason that you like him. Yeah, I I like him as a character in the story. Yes, in in the same way that like um uh, in the same way like I like how uh uh I like Storios. Yeah, in this in the story. So we agree. So I, I I dislike him because I like him in the story. Yeah. <laughs> And I think what it is is that you need, and I do think that it's most. It is one of the things about like to make Kento, uh, Toma look better. Yeah, because you have to have that dichotomy of like because. So really, I base it's going to come down to whether or not Toma gives up on him. Yeah. So if Toma never gives up on him, then that makes Toma the better person. Right. And if he finally gets him, you know, they'll hug it out. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Um. Uh. Crying in the rain. Right. Um. <laughs> Yeah, if you called it actually if they're crying in the rain right now, yeah, yeah I'll buy you dinner. Uh, uh, no, the thing is, is uh, usually common writer fights with uh, with these people. It usually ends with them dehension punching each other in a river. <laughs> <laughs> so specific. <laughs> oh yeah, in a river. In, in a river. In a river. In a body of water. Them punching each other. Like them just trying to punch each other, uh, t- punching the truth out of each other yeah. or their feelings. It happens a lot. Yeah, you gotta. Well, that that's the thing. You gotta. You gotta. Sometimes you gotta show your feelings with your fists, man. Yeah. It's just so it's usually they start out transformed and they fight and they end up like hurting each other so bad they dehension and then they're just the fight continues. The fight continues with just them punching each other in in, in the, the water in the water. Yeah. <laughs> um. It's it's it's. Funny. it's, it's <laughs> When I say very specific, I can think of like four times off the top of my head where I've seen that happen. <laughs> um, so uh, it's a trope. It, it, it is. It's a tokusatsu trope of them of the main heroes punching each other in the river. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, then it goes to a uh, the bad guys. Mm-hmm. And what's nice is I said before uh, I said like to you that now that we've actually seen the actor, they don't have to do these crazy camera works yeah. to not show his face anymore. They can just have him act in the and scene. They, they don't always have to have them in. Uh, He's so not we, always we, we get to see like the character of Caliber now. Yeah, and I were like because the actor who plays Caliber was really good at being like this utter jerk. Uh huh. For like you saw him for like three seconds, and you're like, I hate this guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, you're like, I hate this guy, but I hope he might be a good guy too. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just he's standing there with the sword and he's got his black glove right, on yeah. and he's just like, yeah, no, your dad totally betrayed us. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, no, I'm not gonna take that away from you. And then he he's he's the th- then you realize this is the same guy who was always just like, oh, you'll learn the truth and you'll see what's really up. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and you're like even both Toma and Kento. Yeah, yeah. So he takes a giant book and yeah. So the to set the scene, um, the three guys, Caliber, or I guess we can just call him uh, Daichi. Well, let's just call him Caliber. Yeah. Caliber's sitting in front of the table now looking at the complete book, and everybody's watching. Well, everybody on his side, of course. And Story says, uh, what well, you what you want worked, but can you handle it? Can a human handle yeah. this? Can a human handle this? He picks it up. And it's just like, well, I guess we'll find out. Yeah. 
And then and what's it, it called? It's it's not it's like Jack Dragon but different, like Jowl Dragon. It is, uh, yeah, it's Jowl Dragon. Jowl Dragon. Um, and so then it goes to once again, uh, Dark Tassel. Dark Tassel. Uh, he says something ominous, and that he's gonna he has to go meet somebody about something. Well, yeah, he's just like okay, so it's like uh, just like yeah, things are like heating up. Like who is this thing? And now I think it's time I met some person. And it's just like Tassel's gonna start yeah. getting into the dark story. Tassel on the move, man. It's like Tassel's gonna start getting into the story. You know, it's just like Tassel's actually like the regional manager for the the Knights of Longhouse. He's right. like he's like Sophia and Belle's boss. You right. Know? Yeah. For sure. And uh, so then it goes to the ending sequence, and then we have the preview. And the yeah. preview uh, looks like that uh, it's going to be um, more of Kento and Kento like, Unchained. Well, like Kento and like uh, trying to figure out, like, basically now now he's got the mission of like, what happened to my dad if he's not Caliber? Right. I thought I knew where he was the whole time. Did you guys kill Caliber? Did you kill my dad now? Mm-hmm. Now is my revenge just to kill Caliber? For, before, my revenge was to kill Caliber because he was my de- evil dad. Now right. it's like, now my revenge is to kill Caliber because he killed my evil dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, and then also it's going to be, uh, uh, from the trailer, uh, Caliber upgraded. For yeah. Him. You get his, the bad guys mid-season. The bad guys mid-season. When they're, when they're riders, so they got to have it. <laughs> Um, so, uh, what's your suck? Did you want to like do your, uh, wild theory? Yo, wild theory. Okay. It's not, it's not even, I feel like wild. Where do I start? Okay. So I'm going to open with this. I think the bad guy's hideout is the Southern base. I think the girl bell is a bad guy. She gave them Tricerberus cause she knew they all knew this is what he needs to finish the book for caliber. Yeah. I think that originally Disaster was a more important character than he is. Like he seemed at the start like he was going to be more involved. And I think Journey to the West was his thing. And that's why it's off color for the rest of Toma's books. But the reason why I say that is if the Southern base is the bad guy's headquarters, what if they're all the swordsmen that are now bad guys and that the Northern base is just not clued in on it yet, right? Yeah. So like they're... May, and like you were saying, maybe Tassel was the overhead on both bases, but since they're now fighting each other and he knows that, there's no overhead anymore, right? So yeah. just let them fight it out amongst them, right? I don't yeah. know. Now that's where it starts getting wild. Yeah. But I'm totally sure she's a bad guy. The southern base is the headquarters of the evil people. That's that's something that'd be, I'd be willing to bet. That'd be cool. And then like they're just corrupted ex-swordsmen. And yeah. Then, yeah. They just like took the powers in. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Hmm, could work. Uh, What's your two cents on that? I think that it might not be that there she's a bad guy because she's being set up really easily to be a bad guy. I mean, that could be like we said before, because it's a kid show. Sometimes the yeah. obvious thing is the truth. Um, cause yeah, I mean, it's like dark clothing. She just shows up to give something under the, the guise of we're here to help, but yeah. it's like, so wait, you're telling me that the Southern base has been watching this all along and nobody's doing it anything. Could be, it could be like an Ichigo Nigo thing or like uh-huh. <laughs> they're just taking care of Japan. And then the Southern base is like, dude, we're taking care of the rest of the freaking planet. Yeah. Here. What are you just <laughs> doing in Japan? Right. <laughs> um, so yeah, it like it could be. Uh, I think we haven't heard her name right. yet because I think it matters. It could be. Yeah, I, I'm wondering if that's the girl. Uh, it might be. She might be the girl. But but then that that brings me back to the southern base being the bad guys, and she gets sucked in. Yeah. Or maybe she's never. She was never part of the southern base, and she's just lying about being part of the southern yeah. base. And that she, would also be interesting. And she's part of the bad guys. She's like just right. Yeah, it could be. Um, I do think that there's uh, 
a thing that they might just like bring in a bunch of swordsmen. Yeah, I mean that that would be cool too. I'm not opposed to that. Just like one shot swordsmen. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so it's like I I know she knows more. She definitely knows more. Right. Um. And it could be like I think what it might be is that we were thinking like Caliber is like a symbiotic thing that like goes. But yeah. after seeing how uh Daichi acts, I yeah. don't think so anymore. No, I've changed my opinion on that. Uh, because he didn't there. act. He didn't. He he acts. I mean, he's he's acting like a bad guy, but he's still acting like the Daichi we saw from like the the previous. Yeah, just, he looks like a, a human being. He looks like human, and he's acting like he's not an under any control or anything like right. that. Um, they could still make it that he is under control sure. or whatever. Yeah. But so I'm thinking, what happened is that uh, Kento's dad learned something about mm-hmm. the books or whatever, and he betrayed them because he thought that that was the best thing to do. Mm-hmm. And then, like when uh, Daichi fought him and he like killed. Thomas uh, Kento's dad or like been prison him or beat him he learned that truth too yeah and so then he took up the mantle of like caliber to finish the job because yeah. he realized that that was actually the right thing to do right it could be something as simple as too like it could be that he didn't win the other guy just let him win because he didn't want to completely go down that road but while explaining what he did yeah. so that the other guy now is obligated to continue yeah and so he's so it's like they're actually doing these horrible, horrible things to like save the world or something, yeah. or they realize that the sort of the swords are like uh, destroying the like, fabric of space time. Yeah, like if you bring everything together, if you bring all of the books together or something like that, like the swords are trying to do, it'll like restart reality or yeah. something like that. <laughs> something like that. Um, and then you know, not necessarily like the the swords are bad guys. It's just like their version of good guy isn't what is beneficial for like people right <laughs> you know yeah. um and so i think that like they'll learn that they might learn so i'm not there is a thing that like i uh we were always thinking that it was his dad but it's it, it like it didn't seem like it mm-hmm. when he showed yeah yeah because you think that like yeah i think that theory might fall short now. toma might remember more than a he's that bit. guy that shaved me <laughs> yeah <laughs> instead of like oh that's my dad yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you think, and honestly, like, how do you forget that? How do you forget who your dad was? I mean, you could, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Or thing, but how do you stay up so upbeat and never, like, wonder? Yeah. Like, why is it not a question yet? Yeah, like who his dad is? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I don't even know who my dad is. You'd think he'd bring that up at least once. I yeah. guess he's not one to brag on his tra- trauma. Yeah, he's just like, <laughs> yeah, your parents are dead. <laughs> my whole planet's dead. Get over yeah. it, buddy. <laughs> get over it, man. Come on. Jeez. Um. And so uh, it's just the, the I mean, because I've, I've talked about how the, the bad guy's headquarters looks just suspiciously like. Yeah, because it's a study library versus like a library library. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it could be the southern base. That yeah. would be interesting. I think it would be pretty interesting. I mean, I don't know if it's going to work out that way, but it would be interesting. Yeah. So but also it could be that like the, the thing that they the thing that like Caliber knows is um, is the dark secret or whatever the dark thing that the southern base is doing mm-hmm. like it could be that the southern base is trying to like restart reality because they're like tired of humans yeah, or it could be that they have a goal that was exactly the same but became a corrupted yeah so it's yeah. like like the northern base is the is the is like the true one that's keeping the keeping what they're supposed to be about protecting humans in the southern base which is like all bad guy writers or whatever uh-huh. but maybe, they're like maybe they're like the best thing to do to keep the book from being rewritten is to rewrite the universe without the book and and like <laughs> caliber and it knows that he needs more power to beat those guys right. yeah and so he's like he's got to like go down that dark path to get that power to beat the southern base so that they don't restart reality or something like that because mm-hmm. it would very easily to make like caliber not a bad guy yeah anti-hero but like the, yeah the anti-hero you know uh so that because he's also they're like they're calling him he's a swordsman so he's a common rider so they can 
uh, at the very least, he'll fight with them before he dies at the end of the series. Right. <laughs> so, uh, what was your suck? So, uh, like I said, originally I wrote down uh, the thing about the books, but that was totally off by the end of the episode. Um, uh, Kanto annoyed me, but I like he was supposed to. So, there you go. Yeah. Uh, the- You're supposed to be like, dude, just talk to him. Right. And, and right. you know, that's the, that's like, there uh, a lot of, well, I mean, like, so, I mean, we've been watching Supernatural, and that's like nine tenths of Supernatural. Yeah, just talk to your just friggin- do it. Come on, communicate. <laughs> talk your fury, brother. <laughs> so, with everything, basically, we talked about everything in the in the episode that could be a suck, but the actual suck I have is not very bad. It's just a nitpick thing, and that's uh, you know, with how good the choreography is, um, we get to the point where Rintaro, he, when he, like you said, he uses Peter Fantasista, and uh, the chain work, uh does not match what the person is doing. Oh, yeah, because of the... So the, the digitally, it fell short, because yeah. you can tell the guy is using, like, a rope dart movement. Yeah. And rope dart looks sweet. Everybody loves it. Whenever you see a movie with the dude using the rope dart, it's like, yeah, it took... You know, like, that's Jackie Chan's whole thing. He's He does it in, like, 12 different movies. Like, yeah. ties a horseshoe to a rope and pat, 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 right? So you see him do these movements, and then it just kind of, like, swirls in the air, and, you know. But that's just the digital... Yeah, the uh, the director not. is not the strongest in the digital effects. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's he's better at the actual practical. Yeah, effect. like I imagine in his head, he was seeing something entirely different than the person who had to put in the digital stuff. Yeah, right? they're just like, we got two minutes to put in this digital, yeah. and that and you know it is what it is. Yeah, so it's like a nit. It's like a, just a small thing that um, it could be better. That's really the only thing that's wrong with it. Yeah. Is that so? Uh, my suck. It's the fact that like the other uh, bad guys are kind of like extra yeah useless henchman now i feel like i said i feel like there was a rewrite at some point that had they had to make oh they rewrite these shows all the time yeah and what they usually do is when a character is popular they put them in the show more yeah um that's what happened with gaim like the character of baron was supposed to just be an extra character and he became like the main character the yeah. secondary main character for like the to like the 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 big climax at the end mm-hmm. of the show um so they do rewrite it all the time but it's like i feel because we've seen it like several times with like the actor playing zeus like not in it and like yeah after like the cool reveal that he killed the master and like he didn't and then he die just, he just yeah. got beat and then like that's done now and he gets whomped easily too like it wasn't the kind of fight that i was hoping for yeah so you know so like the secondary bad guys besides uh, Storios are just like, eh, they're there? Yeah, they they exist now. That's it. Yeah. Whereas before they were built up and now it's like there's nothing. No, so they might like come back. It's ass too. Like, yeah. Well, they, we saw they go the out of the way to make him look like he's special among the Magid, and then well, disaster will be back in the next episode. He was in the trailer, was he? He was in the preview for the next okay, episode. Cool, good. Finally. So, um, uh, just a flash, but that just means he might be, he's back. But it's like, uh, yeah. So the um, because I I love Caliber. Uh, I love Caliber when Caliber shows up. And it's just like then it. It's it's strange because even though he shows up every fight, whenever he shows up, it's like now it's serious. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he because he like he never really loses. He just does what he wants and he needs for that fight, and then he's out. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. His 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 job is never to like I'm gonna go and I'm gonna kill a swordsman. Yeah, my job is like I'm gonna go get this book. I'm gonna go get this energy, and he like does he like succeeds in every fight, but he doesn't yep. kill the bat the good guys in every fight, which yeah. makes you like. Because sometimes you thought he failed, but then you realize he was just kind of testing. Yeah, he was testing He when he was, like, or prodding, fought, poking. You know, yeah, he's just, like, testing the waters, activating the books, synchronizing yeah. this. And then we like, find out, basically, he doesn't even need... It could be that he never took advantage and killed these guys early on because he knew he knew he needed them at their full power to get this book, Yeah, so right? it's like... But so it's like uh, Caliber is a great villain, but it's like it feels like they've just focused so much on Caliber and Storius as like a mastermind guy mm-hmm. that Legolil and um, 
zoo have just like fallen away inside of just like their guys in the background now. Yeah, they're there to make reactions. They're they're the uh they're the Kensington investor of the bad guys. <laughs> not even in the episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They were in this episode. They just stood in the background. They didn't have a single line. No. <laughs> but they just stood in the background. Yeah, nothing. So what am I gonna be doing this week? I want to stand here for two scenes and then we'll see you next week. Yep. <laughs> Take a donut on the way. Yeah. I earned it. <laughs> because your contract says you need to be in every episode. <laughs> So what is your Segoy? Well, you start with the Segoy. You start. So uh, my Segoy is like pretty much the same thing. So like that, just the fight choreography and this is done so well. I loved the fact that they showed when uh, Caliber was fighting them before they leveled up, showed how dangerous Caliber actually yeah. was. Like we were just like we were just saying just a second ago about like like I love how Caliber how powerful he is, and then you realize like once you see him fighting all three of them, you realize. Dude, he was just doing whatever he felt like in the previous episodes. Yep. Now yep. when he's like serious because he wants them to level up and stuff, yeah. he's serious. Yeah, he's actually testing And then them like and... the next episode, he's got a power up. And yeah. it's like they barely could stand against him. All three of them in their full combos yep. that weakened them yep. were only able to stand up to him. Yep. And it didn't, it didn't even show at the end of that fight who was stronger between the two of them. No, because that, they got attacked from the side. Uh, yeah, so yeah. it's just like he could have like all of a sudden knocked yeah. them all away. Yeah. So now, and, now and it could have been that he could have done it the whole time. Yeah. Because he yeah. he's like, I want you to keep putting out more energy for this book thing. So it's yeah. like, I just love the fact of showing Caliber how powerful he is. Yeah, it's it's nice to see. It's kind of refreshing to see. Um, because you, you you see him fight, and even though we find out it's not the same guy, you see him fight with all of them, and you're like, oh, yeah, I can see where this guy could take out the rest of the knights. Yeah. The swordsman. Yeah. Let, this guy is— Yeah, he's actually—he actually looks as dangerous as he's said to be. Yeah, because we're always been told, and sometimes we're always told, like, how dangerous these are, how dangerous they are. It happens a lot in, like, 71 coming right? Yeah. And we're told yeah. how, like, evil and dangerous Shocker is, and then they're a joke sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> You're exactly. Like, Chalker secret base. That's a giant eagle yeah. in the mountains. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so secret. It's so secret. <laughs> but yeah, so I loved the uh this the choreography of showing how powerful Caliber is. Yeah. Which makes him more of like, oh oh yeah, he's he's a he's a he's a threat. Yeah. <clears throat> so what's your segue? So um I have three. I've talked about two of them. So the first one would be the three on three on one fight with the duck. So we agree as far as the choreography, this episode is great. The only thing, the only like the only hitch I have with the whole choreography is the digital work that was put in for yeah. the one thing. Otherwise, yeah. perfect. Um, I like Tassel this episode. Yeah, yeah. It's it's funny. It's funny because it's like so many. I. <laughs> I mean, it was the same thing. Like, it was the same thing in Double. You're like, oh, man, I hate this character, yeah, Philip. Yeah. And now you're watching this show, you're like, Philip's pretty Okay, good. I'm cool with Philip now, yeah. No yeah. other character's even lowered down, too. You're just like, cool. Oh, yeah, they're actually. Yeah, slowly but surely, everything that was bugging me about Tassel is kind of going away. Yeah. I mean, he's still he's still weird, but it's good weird. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's, it's like, you're like, it's like, if he's never, if he if they ever start an episode and he's not there, you're like, dude, where was where Tassel? Is he? Yeah, like, that would be kind of interesting <laughs> if the next one is just, like, an empty room. Yeah. And you're like, hmm. And then it goes to the opening. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's like, wait, what? where's Tassel? <laughs> Start looking over your shoulder. Yeah. Uh, and then the third thing is that um, you know, I actually start. I talked about this at the very, very start of this uh, episode of the podcast, which is that I would be upset if he wasn't feeling any kind of um, repercussions for going three books. Right. And yeah. Yeah. And no, he's tired. He's slow. He's sluggish. Whereas before he was able to kind of fight Caliber on the same foot. Mm. Now he's basically just like the other two. You need all three. Yeah. So, uh, it was just nice to see that they're paying attention to that, and they just didn't just write it off. Yeah, yeah. There's actual, um, Consequ yeah, consequences. And continuity. Yeah, yeah. Where it's just like, yeah, oh yeah, uh, 
And that's the reason why he didn't start in yeah. three. Yeah, because he started off with one book, and then he went to two books, and then it's like, okay, fine, I guess I'm going to have to go three books. Bam. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas uh, Rintaro is just like always three. He's always three. But he trained for it. Yeah. And so I'm cool with it. And it's so like, this is like, Kento's just on the job training. Yeah, because I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind <laughs> I mean, of hoping now, within, within the next three or four episodes, we get a scene where Toma goes into the training room and gets more than he expected out of it because then his memories start coming back. And so it's like extra. And, I, like, and I'm okay with Kento not having any repercussions for using three because it's just like, We've already know Kento's strong. Yeah, he's he's been said to be strong. He's yeah. said he's he's been strong. Like Kenzen, who like is really strong, looks up to him for his strength. Yeah. And, and like, I imagine it's going to be kind of like the Fua situation where you just anger your way through it. Yeah. <laughs> but then eventually it's gonna you're gonna you realize that now your body's breaking down. Yeah. And you've kind of your self destructive behavior is giving them the win that you could have taken. Yeah. Um. We'll see how far that goes. But yeah, but. I see I see Toma just doing on the job training. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah. Rintaro's like, I'm going to prepare. Toma's like, I will kind of wing it as yeah, we go sure. through. I'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. I've I read this book. I might die. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm the protagonist. <laughs> Dude, do you not see my outfit? Uh, this is a protagonist's outfit. Right. It's like, you know what happens in these stories? At some point, I'm going to grow a third eye and sprout wings. <laughs> That's the reason he's dressing like this, because he needs to stand out so he's less likely to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if if he dresses like everybody else, then he's a background character. Yeah, and can't have that. So, like, in his life, he's like, I got to dress like the protagonist so that I live. Right. <laughs> or at least when I die, I come right back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be funny if, like, that turned out to be, like, they actually explained that. It's <laughs> just like, uh, so I was wondering, why do you dress like that? Well, so that I'm a main character. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what what kind of question is that? I don't even understand. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so now, how do you think about the uh, the the ratings, the rank, writer ratings? Like we for for current comedy, we kind of just do whatever for the writer ratings. But yeah, I don't know. They all had good good points this episode. I've just. Just leave them where they are. I mean, put Kenzen and Buster at the bottom because they don't do anything. They might as well not be in this episode. They might as well not be in it, yeah. Um, um, I got, At first, I hate. I, I was like, oh, they're not in this episode because we saw in the tra- a pre- a preview at the beginning, uh, in the credits, they're not even yeah, there. Yeah, they're not there. I mean, then, I, I, but then it's like, then I realized, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that's actually something I added. I said that was good. Yeah, because they're not forcing it. Well, no, it's because it's like they're doing other stuff. Yeah, I hope. I hope they're freaking doing other stuff. I, I mean, that's even, kind if, of, even if they don't say what they're doing, you could just imagine that they're doing other stuff. Yeah, I'm just, it's like, uh, I guess it's okay. Like, I'm not happy about it. That was something I was saying last episode, and the only reason I didn't bring it up this episode. But at the same time, we're getting it with, with uh, Legil, we're getting it with Zuos, right? Yeah. We're getting two characters written off for both of them. Yeah. So maybe they'll come back. Like, maybe we'll see some more Kenzen soon. We'll see some more Buster soon. Yeah. I mean, they're in know? the opening and stuff. So it's like, uh, I, I, I kind of like it where it's just like, because in uh, Sentai, it's like you have to have every character in every episode. Mm-hmm. Whereas this, you have to have Tomo in every episode. But other than that, you can have you can mix it up with the others. Yeah, like this episode was about the three of them getting yeah. the one or combos and stuff like yeah. that. But it's yeah. like besides Slash showing up, like I said, he, I knew he was gonna show up because at the toys, yeah, you gotta show him. But other than that, they didn't like bog it down with two other writers. And he, it happened exactly as I said. He's gonna take care of the Megiddo while they're fighting. Yeah, they're fighting the actual fight. Yeah, he's he's doing their job, and <laughs> they yeah. are just like doing their like yeah slash is doing the actual work yeah while the rest of them are, are getting doing led the, by the nose are doing the story <laughs> which yeah. happened uh kento did that once when yep. he was he was the one that was like taking care of the actual fight yeah. while the others were just like fighting 
doing their fighting the off on their like stories. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so yeah, so for the next episode of Current Common will be Chapter Eleven: Disturbed Thunder, Spreading Dark Clouds. Okay, yeah, because it's like it's a uh, uh, Kanto and, and yeah, uh, caliber. caliber, and so he's gonna get his like upgraded form, and then um, there was like a line in there about like, are you conspiring against us? Because I think. It's going to be, he's going to see Sophia talking to Caliber, and that will make him think that Sophia is working with Caliber. Yeah, but I think Rintaro even calls him out in the preview. It looks like he says something like, you're not a swordsman. Yeah. It's like, he's basically being, he's going to be that guy that's telling him, hey, look, you're being a... <laughs> um, or that line could have been referring to uh, 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 Caliber. Could be. Yeah. So, I mean, they cut it, they cut it so it yeah, could be like you know, him it's talking supposed to, to be. Yeah. It could be, he's talking... I'll, I'll, he's talking to Sophia for something or for some yeah. reason. It's like you're not a swordsman anymore. Yeah, May, I need you to go home because <laughs> you're not a swordsman anymore. Yeah. What? 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 I never was a swordsman. Oh, I don't, I'm confused. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, so that will be our next episode. If you have any uh, questions or comments, you can email us at fanboyopinion at gmail dot com. You can check out what we're doing on our website, fanboyopinion.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter, fanboy underscore opinion. Uh, and we should be on every like podcasting thing out there under the sun. Sure hope so. Yeah. Uh, I told you there, there was this, uh, there was this whole, there was a website and the website is just a gathering of tokusatsu podcasts, mm -hmm. like Power Rangers and all that stuff, uh, Ultraman and all that stuff. And like I emailed, uh, I messaged the guy on Twitter. I'm like, would you, could you put our podcast on that list? And he emailed, he messaged me back. He's like, you're there already. Yeah. You're already there, man. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, thanks, man. It's like, cool. <laughs> Because I didn't even bother looking. I'm like, obviously, we're not on this list. And yeah. I'm like, oh, no, we're on this list. <laughs> now you know. Um, so, yeah, our next episode of Current Common will be Chapter 11. And uh, probably make us hate uh, Kento even more. Yeah, that or give him the tools he needs to become an awesome character. Yes. God, uh, I hope so. That's what I want from him. I want... The thing is, is like that's... as soon as he becomes that character, the longer it takes him to get there, the more rewarding it'll be. That's the the, yeah. the, the yeah. worst part. I, just, I don't want to. It'll be tedious if it just keeps on forever. Yeah. Know? So like that's why I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him three more episodes. <laughs> I've I've drawn a line in the sand. Three episodes, and then three more after yeah, that. Because like, okay, fine. Two more episodes. <laughs> One more season. Yeah, that's it. Okay, we're gonna finish this here, but I'm gonna be salty about it. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna finish this entire show yeah. and then be angry. Well, no, I mean, I'm gonna watch the whole show no matter yeah. why. That's that's not what I'm saying. Drawing the lineups, character in three episodes, maybe six. Then writing them off. Seven episodes. Three Checking episodes my phone when he's on screen. <laughs> uh, you've probably done that with shows where it's just like you don't care about a character, so whenever they're on screen, you're like, oh, what's happening? Yeah, what's going on, on my phone? Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, oh, I, I oh his eating. voice is done. Back to paying attention now. Yeah. <laughs> so true. Okay. Uh, we. We'll see you next time.